Blog Talk Radio. Romans 2 and 5. Nope. Righteous judgment of the Most High. Who will yep. render unto every man according to his nope. deeds. To them who by patience. Continuing yep. some well-doing seat. No nope. glory and honor. And immorality. Yep. Eternal life. But unto them that are nope. contentious. And do not obey the yep. truth. But obey unrighteousness. Indignation and wrath. Uh, Great Luke. Yep. You an African American? Nope. You believe that's your heritage? Yep. Do you know who you are? Nope. King, queen? Nigga wear back? Nope. Do you shine like a star? Yep. Think they gon' tell you? Nope. We gon' expose them. Yep. Yeah. They gon' take your life? Nope. So many secrets in the vault? Yep. Do this knowledge cost? Nope. Hop in the book to my? Yep. Do you follow these laws? Nope. Do they still exist? Yep. Have time to wait? Nope. Do we have grace? Yep. Continue in sin? Nope. I'ma ask you again. Yep. Should we continue in sin? Christ is the way, yep. never gonna win, nope. trying to make it to heaven, yep. get there by sin, nope. follow the commandments, yep. everybody got choices, I chose this walk so I keep on trying, everybody got choices, choose the right path and nothing can stop us, everybody got choices, righteous life, devil don't like that, nah, everybody got choices, choose the right path to save your soul, never going back, no, 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 forward to the kingdom, yeah, Oh, 
from You got to choose one Who you gonna choose the most I heard theater To sight to choose from You got to choose one Who you gonna choose Who you gonna choose Got to choose All right, all right, all right. You're going to learn today. All right, all right, all right. You're going to learn today. All right, all right, all right, all right. Shalom and good morning. Shalom and good morning. Shalom and greetings. What's going on? It's, 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 um, it's, You've reached ISBHBK Blog Talk, the Israelite School of Biblical History and Practical Knowledge uh, Bible Talk. Welcome, welcome, welcome. My name is Mashaba. I'd welcome you out to our show. Um, we've been doing our show for the past 12 years. No, 13, going on 13 years. I'm sorry, going on 13 years since 2010. Um, welcome. Again, w- w- welcome to the show. Um, we are the ISBHBK. Um, the Israelite School of Biblical History and Practical Knowledge with school locations in San Antonio, Texas, Houston, Texas, Northern Virginia, and also Rochester, New York. And in San Antonio, um, we have a school address located at 4444 Walsam uh, here in San Antonio, Texas. Um, that, that's set up by the brother um, one Iyer uh, and another great outstanding brother by the name of Sam Shawan. Uh, they have classes every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Uh, from 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. And then you can catch them again also on the Sabbath uh, from, from 10 a.m. to about 2, 2, 2 p.m. Um, on, on, on the Sabbath days. Uh, you can check them out. Um, excellent teaching. Great, great, great understanding. They've they, they, they been doing a good job. Uh, then again, we also have our, our, our school in Houston. And I headed up by the brother Quantazat and the brother Lakharab, who are definitely holding, holding it down. And I want to commend all the ISBHBKs, uh, particularly um, Houston uh, and Norfolk and, and, and Rochester, coming together, putting together a beautiful Hebrew summit, the 18th Hebrew summit. That was it was it was it was nice. It was nice, brothers. Y'all, y'all, y'all did a great job. The hospitality, as always, y'all y'all y'all, y'all be holding it down. Y'all y'all y'all, y'all be knowing what y'all doing. Uh, for those who don't know, uh, we had the 18th uh, Mashra Yashala uh, Hebrew summit. It was held this year in Houston. It, it went it went down flawlessly. It, it, it was it was really it was really nice uh, to to uh, gather with the brothers and, and sisters and families um, from all over the country. It was it, it was really something else. Uh, being from you know I've, I've been in, in this in this work in this walk uh, since 1989. Uh, and when I first came in back then back in 1989, the only Passover that that we held. But whenever, whenever Passover was held, we held it at the school in New York. And being, being that, that that was, you know, 1 West, 125th Street, Harlem, New York, that's where the original school was at. The, the, um, the Israelite School of Biblical, excuse me, the Israeli, Israelite School of Universal Practical Knowledge, uh, headed by Masha Arya Yaikwab, Lahad Yishai Ashar, and Kizak. Um, and we go up to New York every year for the Passover, and to be able to see all the different camps uh, come together there in New York, that was something special. That was something. Um, um, that was something special. Now to go there every year uh, and see, like Julia Hanna, 
uh, coming with Philly with um, um, the Philadelphia camp. And he's also uh, was bringing up the Baltimore camp. He's working with them and working with uh, Washington, D.C. And for ourselves, being up on the, uh, General Ariala, coming from the, quote, unquote, the West Coast, coming with the, the, the Los Angeles camp, the Albuquerque camp, the, 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 the San Antonio camp, coming with uh, Oklahoma, coming with Omaha. Um, and then just seeing all the camps coming together uh, that, for that, that special time of the year, Passover. It was always, you know, rejuvenating uh, just to see brothers uh, and, and sisters and families growing uh, in, in, in spiritually, um, <laughs> population-wise, being fruitful and multiplying, all the, all the kids that were being born. It really was something special. And then to be in New York um, during that time and to be walking down the street and just the fact that you saw another brother or a sister, you saw somebody with a, a uh, the Shield of David, you knew the Shield of David braids, that's the Israelite. And, and say shalom and, and run upon them and, and, and give a dab and get a hug and embrace. You knew you was, you was dealing that, that we, were, we were part of something special. You knew that we was a part of something special. Um, and that the, 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 the Shield of David wasn't, wasn't uh, it wasn't worshipped. It, it wasn't it wasn't to be this thing that has become now about the the, the star of Molech or, or 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 anything like that. It was straight just recognition that I recognize another person who is now finding out that they Israelites and we're in this journey together, and the joy that 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 we receive from seeing one another, being around each other, um, knowing that we were, we were part of something historical. Knowing that we were part of something special, it, it really, it really did. Uh, it, 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 it was, it was, it did something for the soul. It did something for the soul. It, it, gave, it gave us a fire to to want to come out and do more work. It gave us a fire to want to come out and 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 and, and teach more, reach more, um, and and gather more. It, it, it really did. Um, and from all the all the all the different uh, splits that have taken place and, and, and have happened. Um, We've gotten away from that. We, we, we haven't been able to get back to that, to that point just yet. Uh, there's been a lot of growth, though. There's been a lot of growth um, with all the camps um, from uh, ISUBK with Jimmy Hanna still holding down Philly and, and, and spreading across the world. Um, the brother uh, uh, Nathaniel with uh, IUIC um, spreading across the world with, with camps across the world. Um, the, the brother Tahar uh, with GMS with camps uh, across the nation across the world uh, uh, doing their thing. Uh, ISBHBK, you, you know, growing. Um, seeing the light of Zion, seeing, seeing the, the house of Israel, the ambassador of Christ, seeing um, uh, believers of the way, the, uh, the, the house of David, the 12 tribes, Mashra Yasha'ala, um, believers of the way. Um, uh, there's too many, it's too many names now. There's too many names, too many camps I hear, too, too many camps I hear the name. Sakari. Um, it's a beautiful thing. So to be at the, the, the summits that they're held, we, they, they try to hold the summits every every four months. And I'm, I'm, um, I really pray and hope that, that I, I get some of my finances together to continue to make these summits. It really is something else. It's, it's, like, it's like a family reunion um, and coming back together. And, 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 and being around people that believe in the Bible, 
being around people that believe in the Bible and believe in righteousness um, and, and believe in the restoration of the laws of the Bible, um, the constitution that the Bible is. It really is a beautiful thing. Um, the the elder, uh, elders Barak, uh, Bagyamian, Ash, um, Zaquan, uh, Matatawa, uh, uh, Correct Isaiah, um, being, being, being uh, uh, brothers and members of the, um, uh, the Mantra Yesha'ala, uh, and then seeing other brothers, um, Yamayah, don't forget the Yah, um, seeing the brother Kahan, um, and uh, uh, seeing the brother Dani Allah uh, uh, from the, the um, seeing, seeing Hashar, seeing uh, Gorilla Hebrew, seeing, um, uh, I ran into a brother, uh, I want to send a special shout out to the brother Yahudabah. I ain't seen this brother since it, it, uh, 94, 95. He was the scribe uh, of the Israelites uh, back in the day. Wow. To see him again, it really was something else. It, to, to me, like I say, it was a family reunion. Uh, to, see, to see brothers I haven't seen uh, from the days of, of, of the Hebrew camp, from the Trooper program, when, when we all were gathered together again for the Passovers up in One West, it, 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 was, it was nice. It really was nice. Um, and I know I'm forgetting brother's name, so please, please, that's not, please don't let it be a slight uh, or, or what have you. Uh, it, it really was beautiful. It really was beautiful, and, and pray that. I can only imagine what it's going to be like when, when, when our Lord and Savior, who the world calls Jesus Christ, actually does come back, and we're actually able to gather and unite um, uh, back home uh, in our land um, at the 12 tribes, uh, with Christ, the 12 apostles, um, the 24 elders, uh, the 144,000, the, the one-third that, 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 that's going to be um, uh, um, redeemed from, from Babylon the Great. Uh, and and this, this, I can only imagine what that's going to be. When it says every knee shall bow, um, and, and the tears that are going to be there. The, the, I can only, it, it's hard for me to imagine. I'm sorry, it's hard for me to imagine. What that, what that is emotionally was going to be taking place. It, it, it really is going to be something else. It really is going to be something else. Um, man, I mean, you know, I'm, 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 I'm going to get lost in, in that thought, y'all. So I'm, 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 I'm going to bring it back. I'm going to bring it back. All right. So, um, speaking of ISBHPK, we do have a website, y'all. Uh, ISBHPK does have a website. Um, that was put together by the brothers in Virginia and Houston. Beautiful site. Beautiful. I mean, beautiful site. Uh, please check it out. Please check it out. And while you're there on the site, when you first pull it up at isbhpk.com, um, the very first thing you're going to see is, is um, an RSVP for Passover 2023. First thing you're going to see is, a, is, is a, you're going to see Passover 2022 and all the and pictures that were taken from, from there. Um, and, and then right next to it, you're going to see an RSVP or an invite for the Passover 2023, which is going to be held this year in Virginia. Now, when you click on that on, on that on that link, it's going to bring you to uh, the Passover celebration in Norfolk, Norfolk uh, 2023. All states, all states uh, unify together to celebrate the Passover. 
The time and location is going to be uh, April 9th, starting at 4.30 p.m. to 11 p.m., and that's Eastern Standard Time, right? Eastern Standard Time. Go to the East Coast, y'all. Um, at the Dochiki, is D-O-C-H-I-K-I, Dochiki uh, Club, which is located at 2705 Chestnut Avenue, Newport News, Virginia, 23607 um, USA, right? Um, please go there. Uh, click, click the RSVP it. Uh, uh, if you can make it, um, you, you, everyone's invited. Come check it out. Nobody gets turned away. Come and check it out. Come, come celebrate. Come congregate um, uh, and celebrate the Passover with us. Again, that's uh, uh, April 9th, starting at 4.30 p.m. Uh, to 11 p.m. there in uh, uh, Newport News, Virginia, or Norfolk, Virginia. Please come check it out. Right? Please come check it out. Um, on the website also, you'll see there's also links to Chosen Creations, Sweet Ambiance, Israelware, Brothers and Sisters. I'm going to tell you all the truth. From, from being at the, this summit and seeing all the different vendors that were there, uh, the Brother Mathautawa. Uh, again, there's so many names of brothers, i got to forget. The Brother Mathautawa, uh, he actually moved to Ghana. And to get some of that history about how many Israelites, remember, Ghana was one of the last places that the slaves were at, that they shipped slaves from. Right? Ghana was one of the last places that they literally shipped slaves from in Africa as it, uh, 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 making our journey over here to the Americas. And just getting some of that history from him and from the brother Kahan, wow. Wow. Um, uh, wow. It was enlightening. It, it, it was enlightening. It was eye-opening and, and mind-blowing, uh, uh, to say that it's mind-blowing, that I love going to the summits and talk to the, all these different brothers and families and that this thing of Israel, of, of Hebrew Israelites, is not the black Hebrew Israelites of being Israelites. This is, this is, this, this, this is, this is universal to say the least. This is uh, uh, I, I, I'm, I'm at a loss of words, y'all. It, it, it's the scope of the Mosai and, and the prophecies and the things that, that and who the Israelites are and what we're going through and, and what's happening and what, and what the Lord is doing has done and what the Lord is doing. It, it, it really does. I'm 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 copy the words from the brother Tazapa. It helps you. It, it, you might you feel like you've been in, in in a box, and that sometimes you get so caught up in just thinking about what your life is and what you're going through and the problems, the tribulations, and 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 the matters that are just in your immediate vicinity, in in your immediate um, um, uh, surroundings. But to come back now and talk to these brothers and 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 and, and feel the energy and feel feel the the the, the realness, the pureness, the, the 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 depth of what's going on. It really is. Uh, it, it makes you think about what's going on on a whole another level. It, it really does. That when the scripture says things like esteem others better than yourself. Um, and then how important it is to wake up that 144,000, like, like the brother Tazapah went over yesterday, about the sealed, that we got to get those that are sealed. 
that we we have so many Israelites scattered around the world, and not just here in America, but scattered around the world that are suffering. That we need that that the nation of Israel needs to be able to come back home. The Israelites, the prophecies of the Israelites finally coming home and finally being under their, their, their king, the Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, is so needed. It is so needed. Um, to see and understand that, that when the scripture says that we've been scattered to the four corners of the earth, <coughs> the Israelites have been scattered. To the four corners of the earth, we really truly have, brothers and sisters. We've been scattered to the four corners of the earth. I was even checking out the website, um, IUIC's uh, website, um, yesterday. Just, 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 just checking it out and to see that they have flyers in in, in Dutch. It, they have flyers in Korean, flyers in Japanese. Um, uh, to go to go and research and see the the a Google search on uh, the Jews of the Philippines, Israelites that are in the Philippines, that there are Israelite tribes that have been there the whole time that that are Israelites. Even though they're in the Philippines, they look Filipino. They're Israelites. They are truly Israelites. They're not converts. They're not uh, 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 practicing Judaism. They're Israelites. Not just because they're, 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 they had uh, 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 U.S. military men went over there and, and uh, dropped seed over there in the Philippines or, or in Germany or in France or Europe or Switzerland or, or, or what have you, but there are Israelites that have li- we've really been scattered to the four, four corners of the earth. And as we, get to today, to, as we get into today's class, we're going to touch on that just a little bit about how 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 angry we as Israelites, how angry we made the Most High, how angry the Israelites made the Father, how much we provoked, and how many times we provoked the Most High, how many times we provoked the Lord God Almighty, um, that He finally that He that He literally kicked us up out the land. That I don't think that's really understood. Well, I know it's not understood. Um, to to what degree? We, we provoked the Father to that level that we had been scattered, that he kicked, that he literally kicked, I mean, um, I, I, the, the image I got of like, like uh, um, uh, uh, a, a club bouncer throwing out a belligerent uh, patron, you got to go. Um, being thrown out, like throwing down some stairs and, and thrown out. That that's what the Mosai did to the, us as Israelites. That for as many times, as many, I must stress, as many times as he forgave, as many times as he turned the cheek, as many times as, as we provoked him to finally get to the point where he had to eject us, throw us out of the land, it, 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 he really got fed up. That as we get through the, as we're going through this series, I know my understanding of, of the Lord is long suffering and full of mercy. Only looking at looking at that statement from a, a, a Christian perspective of Christian of modern Christianity, 
that that's the ancient real Christ of the Bible Christianity, but the the religious Christianity that, that was brought over here to the Americas. So since we're living in America right now, and and and, and we want to say uh, uh, thank the Lord God God is mercy, um, God is long suffering, and and we'll say those type of things after the God has given us like our income tax and we we, we get a thing of money. Um, uh, if 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 a cop doesn't give us a ticket, uh, we run to associate. You know, oh, that's the mercy of God. That that um, that's, that's God being long suffering. But but if we as we are doing now and really get into the history of the Bible, the history of the Israelites through the Bible, we'll get a much clearer understanding of what God, the long suffering and mercy of God really is towards the Israelites. This whole notion that now the Israelites have, have, have been cut off forever, well, we don't, we don't go through that. We're not going to cover all that today. Um, but no, there's, by, by no means have the Israelites been cut off forever. It just got to the point where we really provoked the Lord God after, after the umpteenth time um, that he threw us out of the land it's like he hit us so hard upside our heads and gave us amnesia uh, to make us forget who the hell we hell, hell we were and the, the struggle. You know, if y'all are familiar with the, the Thor comic books, not not the Marvel Universe uh, Thor, but actually the Thor from the from the um, from the comic books, the Marvel comic books. Uh, part of Thor when he uh, um, uh, him making it to Earth is that he got so prideful and so arrogant while living in Asgard. Uh, being being the son of Odin, that uh, Odin had to knock him down a notch or two. He had to teach him some humility. And I forget the, the character's name he was on Earth, but he was a a, a doctor who walked with a cane. Um, and had forgot he got amnesia. They didn't. He did not know that he was a mighty Thor until something happened and he wound up striking his cane uh, against the ground, or whatever. And then the cane transformed into uh, the, the hammer. And he transformed into Thor, but he had to go through that that process of time. I think it was Blake Edwards. I think his name was. He had to go through that type of, of, of existence for, for for a time because he was too prideful until he learned humility. That he had to learn humility. Well, that's almost like the most of what he's done to us as, as Israelites. He had to knock us down, and we become the Negroes, West Indians, Puerto Ricans, Haitian Dominicans, Cubans. North American Indians, some of the Indians, Argentinians, Chileans, Brazilians, Colombians, Panamanians, Mexicans, here in the Western Hemisphere, um, after being kicked out of the land, getting amnesia, not knowing who the hell we are, um, the, 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 we're the pimps, the thugs, the, 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 the gangsters, the, the illegals, the, um, uh, uh, the welfare recipients, uh, the, the, the no good, the criminal element, uh, savages, beasts, Goons, um, mobsters, that we're just the worst, uh, uh, we're the dregs of society. We're at the very bottom of society, period. Um, and having to forget who we are. But now to be able to come back now and get to this point where the Lord is not letting us come back to and, and gain back our memory, letting us come back and gain back who we are and understand who we are, that we are the Israelites, that we are really, truly the descendants of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. The Lord's mercy is long-suffering and truly full of mercy. All right, so uh, let me finish these, these intros real quick. 
Uh, please go to isbhpk.com. Please go to isbhpk.com. And there's links to uh, Chosen Creations. Ooh. I could probably do a whole show just on, on Chosen Creations, Sweet Ambiance, and, and Israel. Chosen Creations, brothers and sisters, if you want any, I mean any, type of, 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 of ornaments, uh, plaques, uh, decorations uh, for, for your house, Custom-made, Chosen Creations. You want to check out Chosen Creations. Uh, I mean, wow. Um, they literally can engrave anything you want on metal, wood, or leather, uh, up to like two, two, two foot wide by four feet wide, um, to as small as, as a pendant, and to as small as, 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 as a bracelet for your daughter, um, a ring. Uh, if you have a knife that you want to have something special engraved on, on your knife, if you if you have a if you have a a, a pistol, uh, and maybe it's 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 it's, a, it's an heirloom, and you want to get your family name engraved on the on the pistol um, slide, they can do it. They can do it. Um, if you want uh, uh, some special made earrings or, or what have you, check out Children's Creations. I mean, they've got some beautiful, fantastic from from men's bracelets, women's bracelets, the necklaces, the charms, um, the ephods, the the the, the wall plaques, um, the wall decorations. Check them out. You want to check that. If you want to get your Hebrew your your your, your Hebrew ornamental um, house decorations up, please check out uh, Chosen Creations. Fantastic work. They they oh my God, fantastic work. And then customize damn near whatever you want. Then customize damn near whatever you want. Then you got sweet ambiance. Um, you know, if you look good, you got to smell good. Uh, if you get in the house together, and you want the house to smell good, check out sweet ambiance. They got the latest in, in, in custom made incenses, custom made uh, hand soaps and lotions and beard oils, um, custom made uh, fragrances for 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 the for the house, for your body, for your car. For wherever you might need to get that that ambiance, all right. Check out Sweet Ambiance, doing a hell of a job. If you got to get your gear up, right, man, woman, child, you got to get your gear up, your 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 your, your garment game up. And good lord, they these these ah oh my goodness, the sewing the, the the sewing that these sisters is doing is some professional high quality stuff. I might I might even go sit here and try it. and I'm not I'm not exaggerating. I'm not going for a fluff. The the professional uh, grade quality of the garments that these sisters is putting together and sewing is is second to none. Check out Israelware, y'all. You gotta check out Israelware. Um, again, clothing for men, women, and children. Uh, you can even uh, uh, click on the link here uh, if you, and, and get a subscription uh, to Israelware. So every month you can get a brand new t. If, if this one do a t-shirt, start a subscription. You can do something just and get a T-shirt sent to, sent to you every month uh, or with your subscription. They'll be in the latest colors with fringes um, just, just to help keep your game up, help get your garments up, help keep, keep you looking fresh, looking good. Uh, check out Israelware, all right? So uh, isbhpk.com, uh, please, brothers and sisters, check it out. Don't forget, there's also links to the um, – uh, to the different schools with the addresses, and also to the different YouTube channels that we have, from ISBHPK um, 
San, San Antonio, ISBHBK Houston, ISBHBK Norfolk, and ISBHBK Rochester. Um, uh, there's links to let me let me show, uh, I'm, I'm getting it right. Um, let me just click on this. Stop playing. Uh, where we at? Where we at? Where we at? Where we at? Follow us. Right, five minutes of wisdom, um, the hidden truth of a uh, 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 cable show, a uh, Bible show, and the Israelite Media Corps. There's, there's links there. Check it out. All right, check it out. They, um, check it out. All right, uh, you get, there's links uh, to Facebook. There's ways. There's diff- also too many different ways to uh, stay in touch with the ISBHBK. Um, and no one that's the only, the only uh, uh, Hebrew Israelites out here um, uh, that if you don't follow us, you're not going to follow Christ. No. But just if, if you like our format, you like our, our, our CeeLo, how we get down, um, uh, here's some ways you uh, keep in touch with us, uh, with the current late, latest events and what, what's happening. Uh, check it out. All right? Uh, check it out. You, you, you'll be impressed. You'll be impressed. All right, brothers and sisters, with that, um, let's let's go ahead and uh, continue on with this series. Let's go ahead and continue on with this series. All right, brothers and sisters, I, I've started this uh, this series a while ago. I've started this series a while ago concerning biblical salvation, and if I try and do a, a, a a recap right now is I won't take up all the rest. Of, I won't take up this whole rest of the time. I started this this, this series uh, entitled "Biblical Salvation," and it was inspired by Second Second Timothy chapter two verse fifteen, um, three verse fifteen, which states that um, and that from a child thou hast known the the holy scriptures, which are able to make thee wise to salvation, and through faith in Christ Jesus, that you have to know the Holy Scriptures to understand or be wise about what salvation is. We know that, that when Paul wrote that letter to Timothy, that the Holy Scriptures he was referring to is what we call today the Old Testament. There was no New Testament um, at that time. The only Scriptures we had was considered the Old Testament. So if we want to have a, an understanding or have wisdom about salvation, we would have to understand it and look at salvation. What, how was salvation in the Old Testament? What, what did it mean? What did, what, what did it involve? Was there salvation in, the, in, the, uh, in what we call today, today the Old Testament? So that's, that was, is what has inspired um, this, this, uh, uh, this series. And it brought us to Nehemiah 7, 9, verse 27. And in Nehemiah 7, 9, verse 27, um, Paraphrasing, I, I want to I, I paraphrase. It talks about the, that we have provoked the, the Israelites and provoked the Lord God of Israel uh, many times, and the Lord delivered them in, 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 into the hand of our enemies. Um, and then we cried unto the Lord, and he sent saviors, plural, um, uh, who saved them from the hand of those that hated them. That when we take a look at that 
Old Testament scripture, the Lord sent saviors, plural, to the Israelites on many different occasions. And then we, we took, uh, 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 from there, taking a look at the saviors, we started in the book of Judges. We went to the book of Judges. Now, in understanding the chronology of when the book of Judges kind of fits in with things, that we know that once we came out of Egypt and we spent the 40 years in the wilderness under, uh, with Moses, uh, then Moses was, was, was um, uh, he died, all right? He died, went back to the Most High. And then Joshua led the 12 tribes into the land of Canaan, um, into the promised land, you know, into, into, into our land. Um, and as, when Joshua had, 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 had completed that duty, completed his service, uh, he passed away, and then that brings us to the book of Judges. Um, and it tells you, I mean, right off the jump, um, within the first chapter of Judges, that that means as soon as Joseph, uh, Joshua uh, uh, died, that Israel went off, that Israel did evil in, in the eyes of the Lord, and that we were given into several different um, captivities. Um, the first captivity that, the, that we went in, in after our captivity in Egypt was the captivity of uh, Mesopotamia, uh, King Kushan of Mesopotamia. And the savior that delivered the Israelites from at that time was, uh, 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 his name was Othanel. And you can read about him in Judges chapter 3, verse 9 through 10. Um, and he delivered us from an eight-year captivity from the Mesopotamians. Um, so the, things are straight under, under, under Othanel's uh, leadership. Uh, he died. Um, and then as we started this pattern, we went back to doing evil. We went back to celebrating and, 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 and doing the things of the nations, uh, following the, uh, the, the traditions, the customs, the culture of the nations that were still around us, and that gave it to the culture that God, the Lord God had given the Israelites. So we went into, into captivity again. Uh, this time it was under the Moabites. Uh, and the Moabites, this was an 18-year captivity or slavery that the, that the Israelites were in. And the Savior, um, we went through the cycle again. We, we, we repented. We prayed to God. God sent a Savior, um, and that Savior was Ehud. Um, we, we kept it straight for a while. Um, then we went to another captivity um, uh, of the Canaanites. Uh, we went to another captivity of the Canaanites, um, a 20-year, another 20-year captivity under the Canaanites. Uh, we went through the cycle again. And then the Lord uh, had to rose up Barak and Deborah, and they saved us from a 20-year captivity under the Canaanites. Uh, we went through it again, came back, started doing evil again, uh, participating in, 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 in Michigan and mingling with the, cult, the, the culture and the sins and the gods of other nations. Again, we went to captivity again under the Midianites, a seven-year captivity or slavery under the Midianites, uh, and then... Uh, we, we repented, we prayed, we came together, the Lord sent a Savior. Uh, this time it was Gideon, or his name was Jerubal, all right? Uh, saved us from a seven-year captivity under the Midianites. Um, then the cycle repeated. Uh, we were straight for a, a minute, uh, went, to, went to worshiping the cultures and the customs and the ways of the nations around us again. 
and then we, we went into an 18-year captivity under the Ammonites. We went to an 18-year captivity under the Ammonites. Then we, 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 we repented, we prayed to God, and I asked for forgiveness, sent the Savior, and he sent Jephthah. Um, we were straight for a little bit, then we did it all over again, and then we went into a 40-year captivity under the Philistines. Then we went into a 40-year captivity under the Philistines, and then um, we, we, we came together, cried to God, and he sent a Savior. This time, this Savior or Deliverer or Judge's name was Samson. All right? Now, the Israelites, have, have we have been on this lost friends repeat cycle for, for the longest time of we get delivered, we're straight for a little bit, but then we get caught up into wanting to be like the nations. We get caught up and, and we start doing and, and, and following and practicing the customs and the cultures of the nations around us, mingling uh, with the nations around us. And this great big mix, uh, melting pot, uh, especially like even what's going on like here in America, where we forsake the laws of God. And it's not that, like, that, it's not that the laws of God are too hard. It's not that the laws of God are too, um, um, too, too holy. That the Israelites just choose, instead of being the example of, being, of following God's laws, we really do start following the ways of the nations around us. And we keep going in captivity. All right? So with that, and getting, now getting to this class, please join me in going to Deuteronomy chapter 27, we start verse 9 and 10. Uh, Deuteronomy chapter 27, verse 9 and 10, all right? Deuteronomy chapter 27 and verse 9 and 10. Uh, and I'll, I'll be my reading for today. And it says this. Again, we're in Deuteronomy chapter 27, verse 9 and 10. And Moses and the priests, the Levites, spake unto all Israel, saying, Take heed and hearken, O Israel. This day thou art become the people of the Lord thy God. Verse 10. Thou shalt therefore obey the voice of the Lord thy God. And do his commandments and his statutes, which I command you this day. So, again, this, this is uh, right before we're about to go into the promised land. And we had already made a covenant with the Lord God at Mount Sinai, where he first gave us the Ten Commandments. And then we came up and, and made the golden calf. We're going to touch on that as we go through the class today. Um, and and then we, even then, we, we was breaking the covenant then. We, we came back and invited ourselves to God. Uh, we would keep the covenant. He would be our God. We would be his people. If we obeyed his laws, we loved him. We said yes. Um, uh, basically, a spiritual marriage um, uh, ceremony between the Lord God of heaven and the, the, his bride, the nation of Israel. Well, we went tricking on God. We didn't keep our part of the covenant um, many, many times in the wilderness. I mean, many, too many times in the wilderness. So it gets to the point now where now we went through the 40 years. Um, of the consequences of our actions in the wilderness uh, with Moses. Now we're about to come into the promised land. So now we're, we're standing before the Lord again. The nation is standing before the Lord again. And now we, we've avouched, and it says avouched. We've avouched ourselves. We've, we've, we've given up, we're promised that we're giving ourselves over to God, that, we're, that, that he's going to be our God. We're going to follow nobody else. So again, Deuteronomy chapter 27, verse 9. 
And Moses and the priests, the Levites, spake unto all Israel, saying, Take heed and hearken, meaning listen, O Israel. This was to the whole nation, everybody, men, women, and children. This day thou art become the people of the Lord thy God. You're the chosen people. We are the people of God, that chosen nation, yes. God has a chosen nation. God has a nation that he married. That nation is the Israelites. Verse 10, thou shalt therefore obey the voice of the Lord thy God and do his commandments and his statutes, which I command thee this day. All right? So, brothers and sisters, that's Deuteronomy 27, verse 9 and 10. I wanted to, I wanted to start there because a lot of times, for those who might be familiar with the Bible a little bit or even familiar with um, uh, Hebrew Israelites, you know that we, we, um, we lean on the prophecies. If we look at the prophecies that were given in Deuteronomy chapter 28, a lot of times we, we, we look at that. And we look at those prophecies, uh, for even for like what it says, that these curses, that are the prophecies of what would ha- the consequences of what would happen to the Israelites for us not obeying the commandments, um, that it would be for signs and for wonders for us to know who the Israelites are in the, um, because of these prophecies, because of the consequences and the curses that would befall the Israelites for not keeping our part of the law, keeping our, our part of the deal or the bargain, the contract or the covenant. So I wanted to read Deuteronomy chapter 27, verse 9 and 10, to, so we can get an understanding and see that a lot of times we would just go all back to Deuteronomy chapter 1, verse 1, and read it. These are the words that Moses spoke to all Israel. But I want to get something a little bit closer to home to Deuteronomy chapter 28 to see how this, this is all one conversation. Deuteronomy chapter 27, starting at verse 9, through Deuteronomy chapter 32, really, is all one conversation. It's all being said at the same time. It's not broken up. It's all one conversation. It, it, it's all one. It, it's, it's a talk that Moses had with the Israelites um, right before uh, uh, we're about to go to the uh, promised land, and this, this is it, right? So he's speaking to the Israelites, right? That Moses and the priests are speaking to all Israel, right? Now we're going to go to Deuteronomy chapter 28, and we'll start verse 15. Remember, this is all one conversation. It wasn't broken up. This is all one conversation, and we're going to start verse 15. Deuteronomy chapter, Deuteronomy chapter 20, verse 15. But, and these are the curses for disobedience, right? But it shall come to pass, if thou wilt not hearken unto the voice of the Lord thy God. Now, remember, from Deuteronomy chapter 27, verse 9, we have, we have been made the people of the Lord our God. The Israelites are the people of the Lord our God. He is the God of the Israelites. So now verse 15, once again, but it shall come to pass if thou, who is the thou, the Israelites, will not hearken unto the voice of the Lord thy God, that today you will become the people of the Lord thy God, the Israelites, to observe, to do all his commandments and his statutes which I command thee this day, 
that all these curses should come upon thee and overtake thee. All right? I hope I hope I'm not losing nobody. I hope I'm not losing anybody so far. That this is a conversation that that Moses is having with all the nation of Israel. Now, yes, we know there was a mixed multitude there. We know there was a mixed multitude there, but it's being very specific in who is being spoken to in this in this in this case right here to the Israelites. The Israelites are become the people of the Lord thy God. All right now. Was the mixed multitude there? Yes. But Moses is addressing who among all these people? The Israelites. Okay? Verse, uh, verse 15, um, that now if the Israelites do not obey the voice of the Lord thy God to observe to do all his commandments and his statutes which are commanded this day, that all these curses shall come upon thee. Again, who is the thee? the people of the Lord, the Israelites, and overtake thee. Who? The Israelites. I was just down to verse 41, y'all. We're going to, uh, Deuteronomy, Deuteronomy chapter 28, verse 41. Deuteronomy chapter 28, verse 41. And it says, Thou shalt beget sons and daughters. Who? The Israelites. The Israelites, the, the 12 tribes, thou shalt beget sons and daughters, but thou shalt not enjoy them for they shall go into captivity. So what's going to happen to the Israelites? For as one of the consequences, for the Israelites not obeying the voice of the Lord, their God, not keeping his law, statute, and his commandments, yeah, one of the curses uh, for disobedience is that the Israelites will not enjoy our sons and daughters, but that, I'm reading again, verse 41. Thou shalt beget sons and daughters, but thou shalt not enjoy them, for they shall go into captivity. Now, of all the curses that, that I mentioned from verse 15 through verse 68, what I want us to pay attention to, and, and what, what the, the, the topic of today's class is going to be about, is how the Lord is going to bring the Israelites into captivity. Now, most times we, we, we think that's only going to be one captivity. No. We will find out that the Israelites have, begun and have gone into several captivities because of our disobedience. As we just read through the series that we was going through, just in the book of Judges, we've been through many, the Israelites have been through many captivities because of our disobedience. And yes, it's been said before, I am that brother that, that will beat a dead horse. I'm that brother that, that even from, from the meaning of my name, mean, uh, Mashaba means to draw out. I draw things out, right? Um, uh, uh, from, from uh, I've, I've been told I take things too far. It's not, that, it's not that deep. Well, this is where we're going, brothers and sisters. This is where we're going, right? We're, 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 we're about to go in, and I want, we're going to focus in on this captivity. Now, real quick. Real quick, y'all, real quick. Um, please join me. Uh, you can just write it down. For those who might be writing it down, or if you're just listening, please continue to listen. Uh, go to the book of Job. The book of Job, chapter 33, verse 15. The book of Job, chapter 33, verse 15. I'm sorry, verse 14. Verse 14. And it says this. For God speaketh once, yet twice, yet man perceiveth it not. 
the reason I wanted to go here and just pull this one scripture out just for right now, not reading, continue to read down, read above, whatever, but this is one verse, this one precept here in Job chapter 33 and verse 14. For God speaketh once, yea, twice, yet man perceiveth it not. That one thing that, that always kind of shocked me, brothers and sisters, that I hope I, I, I can relate and, and, and share with you share um, in, in the class is like for for example, I grew up in, in the Baptist church and and you know where John three sixteen was I mean that was the foundation of, of damn near everything. Right? Um, that was the foundational scripture of everything that God so loved the whole wide world. Um, you know, he got the whole world in his hands. He got the whole world in his hands. He got the whole world in his hands. He got the uh, whole world in his hands. Um, with his understanding that that John three sixteen that the word world that world must be talking about the whole wide world, everybody. So God loves the whole wide world. But as 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 coming to this knowledge about being Israelites, and actually not starting to come back and actually read the Bible, actually reading what the Bible says. To find out there's many times the word world is used in the Bible. And then taking the, the study a little bit further, that there's the word world has over 14 different definitions. And that the word world just doesn't mean the whole entire world. It can have, it can, it can have many different meanings. That you have to understand the context and what in 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 how it's placed in the scripture, and what's that in the scripture, of even what word was being used in the original Hebrew or in the original Greek. That got me, you know, curious um, and, and on the path of how many times does the God say things in the Bible that we're just oblivious to? You know, living in, in, in this fast food society where every, everybody wants things done quick, give it to me now, fast, now, got to move, quick, move, quick, now. Um, that, you know, to realize how impatient, if, if you go to, you know, from, from back in the day, if we went to McDonald's and I had to stand in line for longer than like five minutes, the irritation um, that, that, that I would experience, that I got to actually be in line for longer than five minutes, forget it. I'm going to, I'm going to turkey fried chicken in because just being programmed and conditioned to get everything so fast. To get everything now. Give it to me now. Uh, satisfy me now. Obey my thirst now. Uh, just do it now. Have it my way now. Um, and really just conditioning, of, of conditioning the mind not to be patient. Um, and wanting to everything done quick, fast, in a hurry. Um, and and, and in, in that conditioning, to look at older people from when I was young, you know, in my 20s, um, looking at older people, how older people, they took the time when they talked. Um, they took the time when they talked in explaining something instead of get to the point, get to the point, get to the point. I got to go. Um, let's go. You take too long. And and really disrespecting a whole lot of people uh, in, 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 in that element and not taking advantage or considering the years of experience that they have, the years of experience and, and things they've been through and trying to explain my, my young, dumb, black ass uh, something 
uh, and now getting to the Bible and saying, how many times did the Lord say things that went completely over somebody's went completely over my head? How many times have I read through the Bible and and just read it quick just to get through it and didn't pick up a damn thing, didn't learn or understand or receive a damn thing, but just in this rush to say I read it, okay, I got through it, um, uh, you know, in 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 this young zealous ambition of I can read more chapters than you, I can read it faster than you, uh, uh, I or I got more better things to do, but I got to get this done. So I'm going to just read through real quick so I say I got it done. So I'm going to get to go do what I want to do. I'm trying to paint that scenario or, or, or give that type of scenario that hopefully people can relate to it and understanding that, like Job chapter 33, verse 14 does say, that God speaks once, yea, twice, but man perceives it not. That there'll be a lot of times when you actually get, slow down and read the Bible that God says things a lot of times. He repeats himself a lot of times that we just don't be picking up on. In our, in our, in our lack of patience and, and in the conditioning that we, that we surround ourselves in, to be conditioned not to be patient, but to serve me now, please me now, give me my now. It's my money, and I want it now, that we have really conditioned ourselves to give it to me now. So I have to, to have the patience, the discipline, let me sit down and read, absorb. Let me, let me slow my mind down to get what you're saying, to understand what's going on, for all the mistakes that have been made, because I, I, I was moving too fast. I was moving too quick um, and didn't perceive or get or receive what was being said, how many times it was being said. You know, and, and growing older, the, the, that proverbial if only I knew then what I know now. If only I understood then what I understand now. In that mentality, we're going to go through some of these scriptures. And, yes, this next part of, of this class, we're going to go through a lot of scriptures that talk about captivities. And I want to take, take notice. I'm going to ask that you might, might please take notice how many times the Lord says this because of Israel's disobedience. And, and, and this is kind of tying in to what I was saying about how the Israelites, how we've been scattered to the four corners of the earth. Israelites in Spain, Israelites um, uh, uh, in Japan, in China, uh, all through Africa, Israelites um, uh, in Guam, in, 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 in Hawaii, in, in, in Samoa, um, all up and down North Central South America, that we have been scattered to the four corners of this planet the Israelites, the seed of Israel. We really have been scattered, gone into captivity because of our disobedience. All right? Uh, and from being captivity and being kicked out of the land to grow up now thinking that we're all, we are all these other different nations, that we are also people of the other nations, now, just like I just mentioned some of these, these, these other countries that, that uh, the Israelites were spread to, yeah, there, there's still those, the nationalists, there's still those nationalists of those lands uh, that are there, but we have been, been intermingled among them, thinking that we're them, just like we've been intermingled here in America, really thinking that we're Americans, whether we call, it's Afro-Americans, whether it's uh, Mexican-Americans, whether it's... Uh, 
hell, Chinese Americans, whatever, that we really think that we're Americans over here now, instead of being, staying true to who we really are, instead of staying true to our, our ancestry. Okay? So now, brothers and sisters, let's go to uh, uh, Nahum. Yes, but if those who, if you haven't read your Bible, Nahum is, is, is in the Old Testament. <laughs> Nahum is in the Old Testament. All right, we're going to the book of Nahum, chapter 3, verse 10. The book of Nahum, chapter 3, and verse 10. And what I try to do is, you might hear me also repeat the scripture a lot uh, uh, while we're reading uh, and, and doing, um, or before we read, because as, as in coming up uh, in, at One West, those brothers were scholars. Those brothers were scholars, and they were experts at this Bible. And, and you had to learn, we had to know shorthand. You had to learn how to take your own shorthand. Because they did not repeat themselves more than once or twice. Yeshaya, Shark, Yazak, Ariah, Shar, you had to be there and pay attention. You had to take notes. You had to write down what was being said and, and write the point. You had to learn some type of shorthand. All right? That, that this, uh, or you, put, you got a, a tape recorder, and it was a, I'm not even going to say it because a lot of people ain't going to know what I'm talking about. You got a tape recorder. There weren't no cell phones back then. There weren't no iPads or iTunes or, 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 or anything like that back then. You ain't actually got you a tape recorder and, and uh, a cassette tape recorder and recorded the tapes uh, that you might be able to come back and now re-listen to the class to get anything you might have missed. All right? So knowing that I came from that, from that realm and trying to help put, put class together and keep up with, with the class, I would always get upset when I missed what the class, what book we were in, what scripture we were in, because I wanted to be able to write it down. I wanted to be able to keep up, knowing the importance of being able to share this with somebody or be able to go and study it so I, I, I could get it, right? Just in case I wasn't able to keep up with how fast the teachers were moving um, at that time. So, brothers and we're in the book of Nahum, chapter 3, verse 10. Nahum, chapter 3, verse 10. And it says, yet was she carried away, talking about the Israelites. Yet was she carried away. She went into captivity. Her young children also were, were dashed in pieces at the top of all the streets. And they cast lots for her honorable men, and her great men were bound in chains. For the Israelites' disobedience to God's laws, statutes, commandments, judgments. Moses told us, the servant of the Lord, Moses, told us that we're going to beget sons and daughters, but we're not going to enjoy them because they're going to go into captivity. Nahum chapter 3 verse 10 is telling us that, yes, we were carried away. To she, she was carried away. Talk about the Israelites, the nation of Israel being the bride of the Lord, okay? Yet was she carried away. She went into captivity. Her young children also were dashed in pieces at the top of all the streets. That, yes, there's many many captivities that the, the Israelites went through because of our disobedience. And our children suffered for it like our children are suffering today. Being, being dashed to pieces at the top of all the streets. No different than today, being shot in these streets, in the streets of America. This is something that has, has befell the Israelites for millenniums. But why? Because of our disobedience. Because we refuse to obey 
and keep our word and keep the laws, statutes, and commandments of the Lord our God as a nation. So our children are dashed in pieces at the top of all the streets, out there on the corners. I hear you running the streets. Hip hop. I'm going to try and relate it to today here in, in, in North Central South America, particularly North America. And they cast lots for her honorable men. Slavery. Casting lots. The auction, the auction blocks. And all her great men were bound in chains. All right? Now we're going to go to the book of Lamentations, chapter 1 and verse 3. The book of Lamentations, chapter 1 and verse 3. And there's so many scriptures about captivity, but I mean, we're going to cover a couple of them, but we're not going to cover all of them. We're not going to cover all of them. But uh, Lamentations chapter 1 and verse 3. Again, Judah is gone into captivity because of affliction. Why did the Lord keep have the Israelites or have Judah in captivity? It's to afflict us because of our disobedience. And we've been in many captivities. We've been in many slaveries. Just like we read about from, from the book of Judges. And because of great servitude, she dwells among the heathen. She findeth no rest. All her persecutors overlook her between the straits, overtook her between the straits, finding no rest. Now, we, we scattered among the nations in, uh, in, in, in our captivities, and we found no rest. We're not finding any type of rest. It, it, the purpose of us being in these captivities is not for us to be settled, prosper, and, 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 and enjoy the good life. We're going through the, the afflictions and the servitudes and uh, things because the nation of Israel has been disobedient to the Lord our God. And whatever captivity we might be in, through our history or in the current captivities that we're serving to this very day right now. But it's because of our disobedience to, as a nation, that was told to us that if the nation did not obey the law, such commandments of the Lord our God, we're going to have curses, punishments, and we're going to be put in captivity. And it should say captivities, but we're going to be brought in captivity. And this has been a rinse and repeat cycle from the time we got out of Egypt. All right. Um, Lamentations, still in the book of Lamentations. The book of Lamentations, chapter 1 and verse 5. Lamentations, chapter 1 and verse 5. The book of Lamentations, chapter 1 and verse 5. Her adversaries are the chief. That's why they're on top. And we can go throughout the world and see this is taking place. The, the adversaries are chief. There is no justice. Come on, no justice, no peace. There, uh, there's no uh, uh, equal rights. There's that um, it's all it's, it's unfair towards the Israelites, but why? Because the nation of Israel continues to keep breaking the law, such commandments of the Lord our God. Again, Lamentations chapter one verse five: Her adversaries are the chief; her enemies prosper. For the Lord hath afflicted her for the multitude of her transgressions. Her children are gone into captivity before the enemy. I hope that we're seeing, I hope I'm able to paint this picture. Because, brothers and sisters, I've been studying this topic for, for, for so much, and there's so many scriptures that keep getting added to it. 
<clears throat> to this, this, this topic about biblical salvation. When I first started this series, Biblical Salvation, and on my Word document that, that I have here on my computer, the original class was only like eight pages. But since I'm at 120 pages right now. And I'm only saying that for there's so much information that I want to be able to get across uh, and hopefully come across smooth um, and understandable. That is so much that sometimes I know I, I can skip a, a step or two or three, and <laughs> it might be hard to keep up with what's going on. So in trying to make to make sure I'm keeping the pace uh, and keeping keeping people engaged, I hope that we're seeing again another prophecy that has become the history of the Israelites. Again, Lamentation seven one verse five. Her adversaries, again, of the Israelites, the nation of Israel, her adversary, our adversary, her adversaries are the chief. Her enemies prosper. For the Lord has afflicted her for the multitude of her transgressions. Her children are gone into captivity before the enemy. Remember what Moses told us? And this history has been repeated amongst the Israelites from the time of, uh, of Moses and Egypt until present-day world living today. As the Israelites continue to be put in captivity because of our transgressions. The Lord has got us in this, these captivities. I'm going back to Judges now, y'all. Let's go back to the book of Judges, chapter 2, and verse 14. The book of Judges, chapter 2, verse 14. The book of Judges, chapter 2, verse 14. And the anger of the Lord was hot against Israel. He's being very specific. The anger of the Lord is hot against Israel, the Israelites. And he delivered them into the hands of spoilers. A spoiler is a robber. So when we look at modern day, how the colonizers came to the Americas and stole the land, stole everything, stole, and still continues to all the resources, whether it's colonizing here in the Americas or whether it's from, for the Israelites that, that remained over there in, in Africa and had their resources just, just robbed from them by, by the, by the um, um, Caucasian industrial uh, 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 complex, I forget, I'm trying to get all deep and everything, philosophical or whatever, but we stay in a state where people continue to rob us. That's what it means to spoil. To spoil means rob, to steal from us. But why? And we can sit here and chant and protest and get mad all day long about this ain't fair, this is right, you stole this from us, you're thieves, you're thieves, you're thieves. But why the Lord let them come and get us? Our transgressions. Our transgressions. We keep doing the same thing also. Again, Judges chapter 2, verse 14. And the anger of the Lord was hot against Israel. And he delivered them into the hands of spoilers that spoiled them. And he sold them into the hands of their enemies round about so that they could not any longer stand before their enemies. The Lord did this. For as great as, as uh, of a warriors that we might be, as many Mike Tyson's throughout the nation, as many giants there are, 
um, uh, and athletes and, 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 and remarkable. I mean, just think about here in, in, in the Americas, North and South America. You have the Gracie, the, the Gracies with the Gracie Jiu-Jitsu coming out of Brazil. That, that's got some outstanding warrior class of fighters coming out of Brazil, along with the Capoeira or what have you. You've got the, the, the boxing and the wrestling uh, uh, coming out of, from Cuba, Puerto Rico, Mexico, um, Central America, Kenya, the Americas with the so-called uh, American blacks. You've got uh, our people, Israelites dominate them in every sport that there is, soccer, football, um, hell, taking over hockey. Um, uh, uh, tennis, golf, uh, uh, what's the damn sport? Uh, not rugby, but um, uh, lacrosse. Y- y'all know lacrosse. That's that's not a Cambridge white people's upper class um, uh, game played by civilized white people. They get that from the Gadites, from the so-called North American Indians. All the, all these type of things. That's us. But how how and why were, were uh, are we able to be conquered and put in captivity, even to, even to the point of being put in prison and, 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 and jail? The Lord's pissed at us. He's hot at us. We are not keeping his laws, and commandments as a nation. It didn't happen. That's why there's so many of our people, the Israelites, in prisons, in jails. In uh, ICEs units being deported. That's all us. Why? Because the Lord's not going to let us get no rest, and we're being put into the hands of our enemies to be mistreated because we've been mistreating God. Because we have not kept our part of the bargain in our marriage to God. Let's go to the book of Ezekiel. Let's go to the book of Ezekiel, chapter 39, all right? Let's go to the book of Ezekiel, chapter 39, verses 23 and 24. The book of Ezekiel, chapter 39, verses 23 and 24. And it reads, And the heathen shall know that the house of Israel went into captivity for their iniquity. Why we keep going through these captivities? Because of our iniquities. Because they trespassed against me. Therefore, hid I my face from them and gave them into the hand of their enemies. So fell they all by the sword. Uh, verse, verse 24. Ezekiel chapter 39, verse 24. According to their uncleanness and according to their transgressions, have I done unto them and hid my face from them. So when we're sitting there saying, oh God, oh God, oh God. Help me from um, going back you know, to, to, to the shadow slavery here in America. Oh, God, uh, stop these white men from, from burning down my house. Oh, God, stop them from burning down uh, uh, Black Wall Street. Oh, God, stop them from, from, from taking, uh, coming and take, taking my kids. Oh, God, um, uh, why, God, God, oh, help us, God, Lord, Jesus, 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 help us. Why, God, guess what? It was the Lord that sent them against us. It was the Lord that sent them against us that got us out of the promised land from his protection, from, from his um, uh, from his sovereignty, and brought us into captivity where we've been subject to our enemies. 
over and over and over again because the nation of Israel will get right, but then we go right back to wanting to be like the nations. We get right, and we and we we want we want to celebrate and and, and observe the culture of other nations. We don't like God. We don't love God because we don't like to obey God, who we're married to. So again, I'm going to read Ezekiel chapter 39, verse 23 and 24 one more time. Ezekiel chapter 39, verses 23 and 24. And the heathen shall know. The heathen means all the rest of the world. Everybody out that's not Israelite, all the rest of the world is going to know. All the nations, the Gentiles, the pagans, the heathen are going to know that the house of Israel went into captivity for their iniquity. Because they trespassed against me. Therefore hid I my face from them and gave them into the hand of their enemies. So fell they all by the sword. According to their uncleanness and according to their transgressions have I done unto them and hid my face from them. You know, as, as as growing up with, with, under my parents, my dad was a disciplinarian. I happened, I, I was fortunate enough to grow up with, with, with my mom and, and my dad. My dad was a disciplinarian. And most times, uh, he would have to to dispense discipline, you know, basically beat the, beat the hell out of me and my brother based on we did something that upset our mother, all right? Based on that, we did something that upset our mother. So he had, you know, he he had to get the belt. He takes us back in the room, uh, and one thing about my dad was, now my dad was is is six four. He's always been a solid, between like one eighty and two hundred pounds, and my dad's always been. My dad is eighty two years old now, um, and he probably still gets in about a mile or two miles a, a day of walking, well, with with a, a replaced hip, replaced elbow. My my dad is is is, is a G. My dad, my, my dad is dope. I, I, I love my father. Um, but he takes us in the room. Uh, he gives us like t- 10 licks. And the way my dad would give licks, he'd literally have us lay across his lap. He would literally have us lay across his lap. He, he would hold us down. And he would literally beat us on our behinds, on our butts. Um, and, you know, we, is, we would go through our, our theatrics. I would. I would go to my theatrics like he is straight killing me. Like he is straight, like like, like he done broke a leg or, or broke a bone or something. I'm I'm going nuts. And my dad would just, you know, he 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 get us up off his lap. Um and he say, Now be quiet. I only gave you ten legs. I could have gave you a hundred. I only gave you ten legs. And then then my dad would start to lecture. And my dad would, would, would get inside the head and make make a person feel so small. I mean, one time my brother my brother just said it. He said, "I was I was I was I was uh, dad would go ahead and just beat us because uh, I was mom would go ahead and beat us because once mom beats you, uh, it's gonna hurt for a little bit, but you can go about your business. But dad, those words just be 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 
bouncing all beside your brain. <laughs> the reason I'm bringing that up, y'all, uh, again, for what we just read here in Ezekiel chapter 39, is that <laughs> I'm sorry. But my dad being a disciplinarian, he would usually get, uh, have, to, have, to, have to do something to me and my brother because we, we did something that upset my mother. But when, when my dad got to the point where we did something that really upset him, There's one time in particular, I'm in, I'm in high school football, playing football, and we have what's called two-a-days. That's where we have practice two times a day, and I'm starving. We had the first practice, was was too early in the morning. Um, come home, uh, basically take, take, get something to eat, take a nap, and then come back for the second practice in the afternoon. So we're going through this routine, and I get home, and I'm, I'm hungry. Mom, she she was out the house. Um, my little brother, her, my little brother, was out the house. Um, and I thought my dad was home. I thought my dad was home. So I get in the house, and the thought comes to my mind: I'm going to boil some eggs. But I'm like, what's the quickest way I can get this done? Cause I, I really want to get to sleep, get 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 some some rest before I get get ready for my second practice. So it, the, the the idea comes to my mind, well, if I could boil water in the microwave, I could boil an egg in the microwave. So I got the microwave dish, fill it with water, put uh, two, two eggs in there, put it in the microwave on high for like 15 minutes, I think. I go on my, my, my business, uh, get the rest of my, 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 my breakfast together, my meal together. And then all of a sudden, I hear a poof. And then a second poof. And the microwave door opens. And smoke is just billowing out of the damn thing. And now the whole house, the whole inside of the microwave is where the eggs had exploded. <laughs> and I've got boiled egg fragments all over the inside of the microwave and the house smells horrible. My daddy went on one of his walks and I'm, I'm trying to clean up, I'm trying to clean up the mess because I really thought he was uh, just on the couch in, in the den. <laughs> I thought he was on the couch in, on the, in the den. Um, but he went, he went for his walk and he came back in the house as I'm cleaning this up and he looks around and he smells, and he says, what, what, what is that? And I'm like, oh, I was just trying to uh, boil some eggs, and I put them in the microwave to boil them in the microwave. We had, we had a, a long buffet counter <laughs> in, in our kitchen. My dad walks over to it. And and to get a hold of himself because he, he he the 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 foolish decision I made the the the, the non common sense thing that I just did the stupid ass thing I just did he's trying to control control himself and I'm looking at him 
and this is not my dad. My dad is a very patient man. He grabs the buffet, and he, I can see where his knuckles are turning white from how hard he's grasping the, the, this, this long, long buffet counter. I finished wiping things up quickly, and then my dad raises his fist and brings it down and, 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 and slams the buffet counter. The whole counter jumped up about a foot. It looked like a foot to me. The whole counter just popped up and settled back down. And then he grabbed the counter again, and he couldn't look at me. And the words, the words was, get out of my face. I think I ran all the way back to high school. <laughs> I had disgusted him so much. He was so disgusted at the decision that I had made and the danger that I put myself in that any of this, 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 this boiled egg could have, you know, from exploding in the microwave, could have, could have, could have burnt me. Uh, it could, could have burnt the house down, uh, damaged the microwave because two weeks, or two weeks, two weeks before this happened, I'm using the microwave and, and I had some metal in the microwave, and it wound up touching the wall, the metal, touched the wall of the microwave, and let the burnt, a big, huge burnt mark that we couldn't get rid of. So I had that going on, and then I, here it is. I'm trying to boil some eggs in the microwave. He was just, that was it. But those words, get out of my face. I can't see you right now. I, 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 I'm reminded of how my dad was in that, in that situation. But how the Lord is saying this here in Ezekiel chapter 39, verse 24, or verse, or verse 23. I hid my face from them. Get out of my face. I can't stand to look at you right now. You disgust me. Your decisions and the, how you operate and, and the lewdness. Now, what I did wasn't lewd, but the ludicrousness and the, the stupid thoughts that kept going in my head at that time. My dad couldn't stand to look at me. Now, obviously, you know, we, 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 we reconciled everything. But to look at how the Lord is dealing with, has dealt with the nation of Israel, we keep disgusting the Lord. We're supposed to be his wife. In another, in, in another reference, we're supposed to be his children. And we keep doing opposite of what he wants. Maliciously, we do it. True not, I, he's, I can't stand the sight of you. And yes, you gotta get out, you gotta get away from me. And I'm giving you to the hand of my of your enemies. I'm gonna put you in a situation that you can't stand. Hopefully, that you might think before you continue to do dumb stuff. Before we continue to do the things that he cannot stand. That now he had to, he gave us over to the hand of our enemies. He put us in captivity. He put us in slavery, where we continue to be afflicted, not have any rest. Um, we continue to see our children dashed to pieces at at the tops of all the streets. Continue going go into prisons and, and and slavery because of our transgressions. 
Let's go now to the Apocrypha, to the book of Tobit. Let's go now to the, to the Apocrypha, to the book of Tobit, chapter 3 and verse 4. The, the book of Tobit, chapter 3 and verse 4. And this is what it says. For they obey not thy commandments. Talking about the Israelites. And this, this is Tobit now relating the history of the Israelites during his time. For they obey not thy commandments. Wherefore thou hast delivered us for a spoil and unto captivity and unto death and for a proverb of reproach to all the nations among whom we are dispersed. Watch, rinse, repeat that whole cycle. The Israelites have been on this. We continue to be on this cycle throughout history. We're given God a, a chance by God. We mess up with God. We're in captivity. We the nation repents, and then the Lord sends a savior. But the nation is always being put in captivity. So now it will require a savior after we repent. After the nation of Israel comes back together and we repent. We just have never been dispersed this wide to the four corners of the earth. This was was the butt kicking of all butt kicking. Alright. Now we're going to the book of Amos, chapter nine, verse four. The book of Amos, chapter nine, verse four. The book of Amos, chapter nine, verse four. And it reads here. And though they did, and though and though they go into captivity before their enemies, this will I command the sword, and it shall slay them. And I will set my eyes upon them for evil and not for good. So I mean, in, in these, these cycles that we are continually find ourselves in with the Lord, this is what He says here in Amos chapter nine, Amos chapter nine verse four. And though they go into captivity, yeah, okay, cool. I'm gonna punish y'all. Y'all, y'all gonna go into captivity, go into slavery. It says before the enemies. But now, once we're in captivity, he says what? Thence why I command the sword. You know, Biden and, and, and the U.S. government can pass as many gun laws as they want to. They can pass as many gun laws as they want to. The gun violence that's happening in America among our people, the Israel, not, 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 not among the, the Caucasians, the gun violence that's happening to our people, too, the Negroes, we're seeing the Puerto Ricans, Haitians, Dominicans, Cubans, North American Indians, Similar Indians, Argentinians, Chileans, Brazilians, Colombians, Panamanians, so-called Mexicans. The gun violence, now, as, as we look at the Israelites that are in Sierra Leone, the, the Israelites that are in Ghana, the Israelites that are in South America dealing with, with um, the Sandinistas and, and, and the conquistadors and, and all that type of stuff, I, I'm, I'm going I'm not up on my history again with, with all the, the civil unrest that's going on in, in Central San Salvador or why so many immigrants are coming from Central America, South America, trying to escape the, the war torn uh, climates that they're in, trying to get, get away from the, the violence that they're in, the violence that take, that's taking place in Haiti and Cuba or what have you, trying to get away from all that type of violence. That's the reason all that is taking place. We're in captivity, but the reason all that is taking place is why? Because of our sins. That dense will I command the sword, and it shall slay them. And I will set my eyes upon them for evil and not for good while we're in captivity.
and we this is happening with the Israelites and over and over and over again. Let's go back to the apocrypha. Let's go back to the apocrypha to Baruch. Let's go back to the apocrypha to Baruch, chapter three, verse seven and eight. Now, there's a lot more in Torah we can read. There's a lot more. There's a lot. There's so much more we can be reading. I'm just trying to hit some of these these, these key verses. But to read some of the, the and really get into the histories of the Israelites, oh my goodness! So Baruch chapter three, verse seven. Baruch chapter three, verse seven. And we're going to read verses seven and eight. Baruch, in the apocrypha, chapter three, verses seven and eight. And it says, and for this cause, thou hast put thy fear in our hearts, to the intent that we should that we should call upon thy name, and praise thee in our captivity. For we have called to mind all the iniquity of our forefathers that sinned before thee. Verse eight. Behold, we are yet this day in our captivity, where thou hast scattered us, for a reproach and a curse, and to be subject to payments according to all the iniquities of our fathers, which departed from the Lord our God. We're going to see, uh, uh, we're seeing all the different captivities and slaveries that we as Israelites have, have, have had to face, or we've been subject to payments, whether we were still in the land, and we were, we were imagine that, you're in your land, but you're a slave in your own land. When we read the book of Judges, that's what happened to the Israelites. From the book of Judges, all those different captivities that the Israelites went into, we were still in our land and captives and slaves in our own land. And we were made subject to payments, to taxes, to, trib- uh, to tributes while we were in our own land. And then we've been scattered, and, and we might be able to get into that today, to the, to the Assyrian captivity, the Babylonian captivity, the Greek, uh, the Persian Mede, the Greek, and the Roman captivity, and, and, and into modern-day America. But this is one thing that has befallen us as the, as the Israelites in each one of our captivities, being subject to payments, according to all the iniquities of our fathers, which departed from the Lord our God. There's another scripture I, I didn't put, I didn't put it in, in, in this group of scripture right here, but it says that even our water is sold to us. We have to buy water. Whether the water coming into your house, your apartment, um, bottled water, or, or out, out the now out the sink, we got to pay for water now. Water, if you collect rainwater, you can be held held uh, 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 guilt, guilty of stealing because you're stealing from the aquifers that 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 provide water for the whole city. So you can't even go and collect rainwater. For you and your family, because now that can be that be considered stealing, because you're stealing from the aquifer, and the aquifer belongs to the city, and the city is is, is charging everybody for the water. Ain't that something? From there, let's go to Isaiah chapter five verse thirteen. Let's go to Isaiah chapter five verse thirteen. The book of Isaiah chapter five verse thirteen. This is what it says, y'all. Isaiah chapter five verse thirteen. Therefore. My people are gone into captivity because they have no knowledge. And their honorable men are famished and the multitude dried up with thirst. We're gone into captivity because we have what? No, no, because we don't know. We're stupid. 
we put this together with Hosea chapter 4, verse 6. My people are destroyed for a lack of knowledge. The knowledge that we're destroyed for and the knowledge that we don't have is, is, is pleasing God. By keeping his laws, his statutes, his commandments, his judgments. So because we have, we want to act like we don't know. You know, it's, it, you know and having kids, um, things get broken around the house. And, and, and you, have, you, know, you put the question there, what happened to this? I don't know. Who, you, you, you see the scissors out and, and you see a clump of hair. Uh, on the floor, and you're like, who who cut your hair? I don't know. Where's the remote for the TV? I don't know. Who broke my phone? I don't know. <laughs> like I'm always saying and always sharing with, uh, with my brother, Sasa Pa, everybody's uncle, everybody's friend. <laughs> If we ain't the Israelites of the Bible, if we ain't the people of the book, there is none. There is none. Therefore, my people got into captivity because they have no knowledge. Oh, you don't know why? You don't know why you did this? Who, who set this chemistry up? I don't know. Who set this Valentine's Day chaos? I don't know. Are you wearing makeup? I don't know. Who put it on me? I don't know where it came from. Oh, you don't know? That's why you're asking going to captivity. <laughs> And their honorable men are famished. And everybody we look up to, like just last night, LeBron got the scoring record. Um, a scoring record that has been that has been beat for what, 38 years. And you know, it's, it's a lot being said about it. And you're looking at Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, who's what 70, 70 something years old, an honorable man. Le- LeBron, 38 years old, youngest. Uh, Youngest man to, to, to achieve this accomplishment, honorable man. You had Jay-Z there, uh, Denzel Washington there. Yes, celebrities that were there. And they said some of those figures were going for the, the uh, thousands of dollars to be on the floor um, to, be, to be their game. A lot of celebrities were there. But ask any one of those celebrities what it takes to please God. Ask any one of those celebrities what it takes to please God. They had no clue. They're throwing celebrations, uh, 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 giving trophies, giving accolades. You know, there was uh, some type of party that went on last night, some type of, 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 of festivities that, that went on. And was any of it to honor the Most High? Was any of it to honor the Lord God? Was any of it them coming together as Israelites? No. No. So, again, therefore, my Isaiah 75 and 13, therefore, my people have gone into captivity. Because they have no knowledge. And their honorable men are famished. They don't have a clue for who we put up as honor and who we esteem to be great and, and prestigious. Then the majestic, uh, Beyonce winning uh, from her witchcraft song or album and, and the whole satanic rituals that were performed at the, at the Grammys, openly in, in our faces, honorable men famished. When it comes to pleasing God, don't have a clue. Famished, being hungry, starving. And the most you dry up a thirst. They talk about thoughts. Yeah, we're, we're a bunch of thoughts. Thirsty. And desperate for any attention, for any damn thing, except for the Lord God, the God of Israel. 
again, if this ain't describing us, I don't know who else it could be talking about. Let's go back to Lamentations. Let's go back to Lamentations chapter 2, verse 14. Lamentations chapter 2, verse 14. Thy prophets have seen vain and foolish things for thee. Talk about the honorable men, right? The prophets, the ones that say, you know, give us the blueprint like Jay-Z, um, uh, Lil Wayne, or what have you. Um, the ones who give us the business plan to follow. The ones who are showing us how to invest in Bitcoin, how to invest in stocks, how to invest in, in, in real estate, how to invest in all these different type of things. It says, thy prophets have seen vain and foolish things for thee, and they have not discovered thine iniquity to turn away thy captivity, but have seen for thee false, uh, but have seen for thee false burdens and causes for banishment. But this scripture here, it, it, it hit me in the head like a bat. Like somebody took a bat, a literally a, a, a Louisville slugger, and hit me in the back of the head with it. Thy prophets have seen vain and foolish things for thee. But this prosperity teaching, uh, America is the greatest country on the planet. Um, again, all the awards and accolades that, that, that get passed out and handed around. Follow your dream. Um, don't, let nobody say, uh, don't, don't, don't let nobody stop you. Follow your dream. Follow your dream. Thy prophets have seen vain and foolish things for thee, and they have not discovered thine iniquity to tell us what things we're doing wrong in the eyes of God. Don't tell us what we're doing wrong when it comes to, uh, to investing in business, to getting our credit, to get our credit scores together, to getting, um, uh, again, land, real estate, business, or what have you. But to discover our iniquities, what we're doing, what is the thing, what it is that's pissing God off, what is it that, that has God hot at us, and now we can correct it to do what? Reading on with Lamentation chapter two, verse fourteen, to turn away thy captivity. But I've seen for thee false burdens and causes for banishment. That the people we keep looking up to keep having us do things to keep the nation of Israel further away from God, to, to, to keep giving God cause to keep us in banishment. They're not showing us what, what we should be doing to now get on God's good side. They keep telling us prosperity, that get the tattoos, get this, get that. Um, uh, smoke, drink, um, commit adultery, commit homosexuality, be, be bi, promote the LBGTQ, um, uh, the letter people community. Um, uh, all be one. It's all about the human race. Um, uh, it's not about the, uh, what race you're from. It's about the human race. Uh, follow your dreams. Dream to be an American. Be the best, greatest that you can be in America or what have you. That they give us all that. But those are the same things that, that caused us to be banished in the first place. It caused the Israelites to be banished out of the nation, of, the kingdom of Israel, the land of Israel in the first damn place. Ezekiel chapter 12, verse 11. Let's go to Ezekiel chapter 12, verse 11. Now, when you read the whole, this whole chapter, which I, I was going to, but I'm not, I want to keep it on this point of... of, of uh, Captivity, 
But when you read this whole thing about what Ezekiel was going through and what Ezekiel had to do, um, as a sign to the Israelites that or what, what was going to happen to them, on, on your dime, on your time, go back and read Ezekiel, uh, the, the 12th chapter. But I'm going to go straight to verse, verse 11. Ezekiel chapter 12, verse 11. Say, I am your sign. Like as I have done, so shall it be done unto them. They shall remove and go into captivity. And this is Ezekiel that the Israelites, we're going to be going again into captivity. But this, these captivities we're going to be going into, it ain't going to be like the ones that, that we've already been dealing with that we dealt with in, in the book of Judges. There's going to be some captivities that we're going, that we're going to be facing. Verse 17, or Amos chapter 7, verse 17, I'm sorry. The book of Amos, I'm seeing my time, and I'm trying, I'm trying to, the book of Amos chapter 7, verse 17. Therefore, thus says the Lord. Again, this is the Lord prophesying through Amos to the Israelites. Therefore, thus says the Lord. Thy wife shall be in harlot in the city. You know, I, I know Tyson Park uh, corrected, uh, was correcting things about the, uh, Terry Nichols or Tyrone Nichols, the one who got beat down by those five, those, those five, those six cops. Um, and that it was reported that, that he was sleeping with one of the cops' wives. Well, it turns out that that, that might have that been the tale. That might have been a rumor in that particular case. But Moy Povich would not be rich if it weren't for the adultery that would be committed in, in, um, amongst our people. Jerry Springer, never would have heard of him. Um, the TV show Cheaters, never be around. No divorce court. These things wouldn't, wouldn't, wouldn't exist if it weren't for our people being the lustful, adulterous people that we are. And not even just keeping the one commandment, thou should not commit adultery. That's not still lie or commit adultery. Amos chapter seven verse seventeen. Therefore, thus saith the Lord, thy wife shall be in harlot in the city, and thy sons and thy daughters shall fall by the sword. You keep wondering why there's so much death, and thy land shall be divided by line, and thou shalt, meaning our land. The land of Israel, is going to be, the other nations are going to be inhabiting our land because we're going to be kicked out. It says, and thou shalt die in a polluted land. What the hell is America? What the hell is, is Central America, South America? <coughs> what the hell is, is, is Ghana, Sierra Leone, South Africa? What, uh, what the hell is, is, is us dying in the Philippines, us dying in India, us dying in China, us dying in Japan? Us dying in Taiwan. Oh, oh, brothers, sisters. Do a Google search for uh, Jews of Japan. Just, 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 just do that. Matter of fact, no, not Jews. Ancient Israelites in Japan. Just do that. Ancient Israelites in Japan. Did you know that Nagasaki? Nagasaki, Japan, was a, a base for... Israelites, the ancient Israelites, our people, Nagasaki, 
you know, you heard Nagasaki before, you know, Hiroshima and Nagasaki. You know, when they dropped one of the nuclear bombs, the first two nuclear bombs ever. So not only did we have the the, the Tulsa um, Black Wall Street uh, aerial bombings that killed Israelites, that killed Judites, our people, uh, Gadites, the whole nine, that were prospering there in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Nagasaki happened to be one of the centers for ancient Hebrew Israelites. Go look it up. Go look it up. So, Amos chapter 7, verse 17, Therefore, thus saith the Lord, thy wife shall be in harlot in the city, and thy sons and thy daughters shall fall by the sword. And thy, thy land shall be divided by line, and thou shalt die in a polluted land, and Israel shall go into captivity. Forth of his land. We're going to be kicked out of our land, and we're going in captivity to be ruled by others, to be subject to others. And if this ain't us, Let me see, y'all. Let me see this. I'm going to try and get to this part. I'm going to try and get to this part. I'm seeing the time. I'm trying to get to, to this part. Yeah. If I had to go over the, the two-hour mark, I might go a little bit over the two-hour two hour mark. I'm going to get this part done um, so, so we can move on. I know I got class again tomorrow. So Jeremiah chapter 7, verse 25. Jeremiah chapter 7, verse 25. Since the day that your fathers came forth out of the land of Egypt, I mean, Jeremiah... Chapter 7, verse 25, now, y'all, I, I switched. Jeremiah chapter 7, verse 25. Since the day that your fathers came forth out of the land of Egypt unto this day, I have even sent unto you all my servants, the prophets. They are rising up early and sending them. I want to get this scripture and this next couple of scriptures we're about to go through. That Did y'all see how many scriptures that we just went through? Y'all see how many different books we, we just went through? of the Israelites being warned and shown and told, we're going to go in captivity. You're going to go in captivity. We're going to go in captivity because of our transgressions. We're going to captivity because of our iniquity. We're going to go into, and we're going to go, uh, uh, we're going to be in captivity. We're going to captivity. And we can see from Moses telling us through the last one went through, um, Tobit, through Amos. Uh, we could give with Christ. I, 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 I didn't do that. That's Luke chapter 21, verse 24, that we will be led captive into all nations. Christ said this. Luke chapter 21, verse 24. I should have added that. But now, keep back in on. Jim, I said verse 25. And we're going to come back in another class, another time, with the whole book of Jeremiah chapter 7. We're going to read the whole chapter. Jeremiah chapter 7, verse 25, though. I, I do want to come back here one, one more time and read it again. Jeremiah chapter 7, verse 25. Since the day that your fathers came forth out of the land of Egypt, unto this day, I have even sent unto you all my servants, the prophets, daily rising up early and sending them. 
Now, a few scriptures I did, I, I want to uh, check out. Let's go to Jeremiah chapter 32, verse 30. Let's go to the book of Jeremiah chapter 32, and verse 30. We're going to read Jeremiah chapter 32, verse 30 and 31. All right. Jeremiah chapter 30, verses 32 through 31. And brothers and sisters, I'm saying we'll go a little bit over the two-hour mark. I am going to go a little bit over the two-hour mark. All right, I, I want to read, read along with you. Gemma, not Nehemiah. Jeremiah chapter 32, verses 30 and 31. All right, Jeremiah chapter 32, verses 30 and 31. All right, it reads this. For the children of Israel and the children of Judah have only done evil before me from their youth. For the children of Israel have only provoked me to anger with the work of their hands, saith the Lord. I, 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 I hope we're kind of grasping this, brothers and sisters. I hope I'm, I'm putting it together where, where yeah, we can pick up on this. Yeah, again, this is now Jeremiah, again, giving us the, the, the words of the Lord, how the Lord feels about the Israelites. Yeah, because of our sins, our transgressions, that yeah, we're going to be going in captivity, that yeah, we keep pissing the Most High off. We, we, kept, we keep doing the things that make him angry. We keep doing the things that he finds abominable that he finds disgusting, and we fall in love with it. And we want to argue with him about what's wrong. We want to argue with him about why don't you respect my feelings. So in Jeremiah chapter 32 and verse 30, again, we're going to read 30 and 31. It says, For the children of Israel and the children of Judah have only done evil before me from their youth. For the children of Israel have only provoked me to anger with the work of their hands, said the Lord. That whatever it is we keep putting our hands to that we're working on, it keeps provoking the Lord to anger. Verse 31. For this city has been to me as a provocation of my anger and of my fury from the day that they built it, even to this day, that I should remove it from before my face. That we've only, we continue, the Israelites said, in our histories, we continue to do the things that make God angry. After he gives us a chance, he, we go in captivity, we repent, he saves us, we go right back into doing the bullshit. We go back right back to doing the things that we want and not obeying him. And we are in this wash and repeat cycle that has not stopped. That we was doing this in the land of Israel, being led in captivity. While we were in captivity, while we were in our land, this is before the Assyrian captivity, this is before the, the Babylonian, the Persian and Mede, the Greek and the Roman, we were in captivity in our own land until finally we got kicked up out of our land and now led into captivity among all the rest of the nations. And I know my flow is a little bit, little bit awkward right now, but um, there's a point I'm trying to get to. There's a point I'm trying to get to. From there, let's go to Deuteronomy chapter 9, verse 7. Let's go to Deuteronomy chapter 9, verse 7. Again, another warning from Moses. Another warning from Moses. Deuteronomy chapter 9, verse 7. Remember and forget not how thou provoked the Lord thy God to wrath in the wilderness. From the day that thou didst 
depart out of the land of Egypt until you came unto this place. You have been rebellious against the Lord. Again, this has been the Israelites. From the day we came out of Egypt, we was already from going. Well, I'm going to keep reading. I'm going to keep reading. That's Deuteronomy chapter 9, verse 7. Now we're going to be down to verse 21. I got to do this. As, as we get into sentiments and the words of God. Um, verse 21. Deuteronomy chapter 9, verse 21. And I took your sin, the calf which he had made, and burnt it with fire. Tell what Moses did. That when he just wanted to get the Ten Commandments for that 40 days, 40 nights, the whole nation just went buck wild. We turned up. Turned down for what? We turned up. And built the golden castle about this who led us out of, out of Egypt. All the great miracles and plagues and wonders that the Lord did that in, in, in saving us, I was saying we went and built a, a golden calf and said, this is what saved us. Something we built. Something we built. Something we put together. And it was partying. Like we ain't do nothing wrong. Like it's all good. Moses took that calf. Well, we're going to read about it. We're going to read about it. We're going to read about it. Verse 21 again. And I took your sin, the calf which he had made, and burnt it with fire, and stamped it, and ground it, very small, even until it was as small as dust. And I cast the dust thereof into the brook that descended out of, out of the mount. And I talk about, again, him reminding us, about how we went off against the Lord. This is Moses reminding the Israelites how from the jump we was going off against the Lord. Verse 22. And at Taborah and at Massah and at uh, Kibroth uh, Hata'ava, you provoked the Lord to wrath. Likewise, when the Lord sent you from Kadesh Barnea, saying, go up and possess the land, which I have given you, then you rebelled against the commandment of the Lord your God, and you believed him not, nor hearkened to his voice. Ye have been rebellious against the Lord from the day that I knew you. This is what Moses said again to the Israelites, to us. Now I'm gonna ask y'all, even even in, 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 in all that, even in, 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 in from, from the very jump, did the Lord forsake us? Did the Lord forsake the Israelites? No, he didn't. See, sometimes Christianity will teach you, kind of has to leave, leave you with the impression that the Israelites messed up this one time, then that was it, and now God's accepting everybody else. No, hell no. If we come back and look at the history of the Israelites, we have messed up with God so many times, but we repented, he always took us back. He always saved the Israelites. From our sins Because our sins Had us thrown into captivity Every time And we've been rebellious And again Moses is related to us Five times, four times Four or five times That we were rebellious against God But he still brought the Israelites into a promised land Again, I don't, we really, a person doesn't really comprehend what it means, the long-suffering mercy of God. 
that he continues to deal with the nation of Israel. He continues to deal with us. But we, we've done nothing but continue to show him disrespect. Now we're going to the book of Isaiah chapter 8. Now we're going to the book of Isaiah chapter 8. We're going to read verses 7 to 8. And I know I went over the two hours, y'all. Please be patient. Uh, I'm, 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 I'm going to wrap this up. I, I do want to hear some of these scriptures. The book of, um, I said Isaiah, I meant 1 Samuel. 1 Samuel. Chapter 8. Verses 7 and 8. Now, this is when another instance of the Israelites rejecting God. Another instance throughout our history of the Israelites rejecting God. When in 1 Samuel chapter 8, verse 7 and 8. 1 Samuel, I'm sorry, please correct your notes. 1 Samuel chapter 8, verses 7 and 8. And the Lord said unto Samuel, Hearken unto the voice of, of, of the people and all that they say unto thee. For they have not rejected thee, but they have rejected me, that I should not reign over them. We've had this, these issues for the uh, longest. And when we were begging for a king, God's been leading us. God has been, been there for us. We're in the book of 1 Samuel. So this is after, the, after Judges. After we've experienced the history of the Judges, of, 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 of breaking God's laws, going to captivity, crying to God, he saves us. Then we break God's laws. Going captivity, we cry unto God, He saves us. After all the history and all, all that repetition, now we're in the book of First Samuel, and we're at the point where now we're, we're just like we want a king. We, we want we want to be like the nations. We want a king that we can follow. We don't want we don't like having to follow you, God. You you you. We can't see you, but we can see a man. We want somebody we can actually see. So God sent Samuel because Samuel got hot at Israel. And the Lord told Samuel, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. They ain't rejected you for me, King. They rejected me. They've been doing this. The Israelites, we've been doing this. Verse 8. According to, the, to all the works which I have uh, done, since the day that I brought them up out of Egypt, even to this day, wherewith they have forsaken me <clears throat> and served other gods, so do they also unto thee. We... <clears throat> <clears throat> I don't know what else to say. I mean, I, I, I don't know how, 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 if I could probably convey this sentiment. That uh, the actions of the Israelites, how we, we have this history. And now even all the way up here into First Samuel, yeah, for going through all the judges, all the captivity of First Samuel, yeah, the one common, the one thing that the Lord showed mercy with even in that time was that we were still in our land. We were still in our land. All right, let's go to um, Ezra. Let's go to the book of Ezra chapter 9 and verse 7. The book of Ezra chapter 9 and verse 7. It says, since the days of your fathers have, I, have we been 
in a great trespass unto this day. Since the days of our fathers, since the day we came out of Egypt, until this day, when, when Ezra is speaking to the Israelites, we've been in a great trespass against God. And for our iniquities have we, our kings, and our priests been delivered into the hand of the kings of the lands, to the sword, to captivity, and to a spoil, and to a confusion of face as it is this day. Again, look at the history of the Israelites even before we went to Assyrian captivity, even before the Babylonian, the Persian and Mede, the Greeks, the Romans, and now eventually come over to the Americas. We already had this track record. We already had this track record, y'all. I'm getting at y'all from, from Tazapah. <laughs> y'all, come on, y'all. Now we're going to Nehemiah chapter 9, verse 16. The book of Nehemiah chapter 9, verse 16 through 18. The book of Nehemiah chapter 16, chapter 9, verses 16 through 18. Nehemiah chapter 9, verses 16 through 18. And it reads, But they and our fathers dealt proudly and hardened their necks and, hard, and hearkened not unto thy commandments and refused to obey neither were mindful of the wonders that thou doest that thou didst among them. But hardened their necks, and in their rebellion appointed a captain to return to their bondage. But thou art a God ready to pardon, gracious and merciful, slow to anger, and of great kindness, and forsookest them not. When they had made made them a molten calf, and said, "This is thy God that brought thee up out of Egypt, and wrought and had wrought a great provocation. Yet thou thy manifold uh, mercies forsookest them not in the wilderness. The pillar of the cloud departed uh, not from them by day to lead them in the way, neither the pillar of fire by night to show them light and the way wherein they should go." We kept provoking the, the Most High. Let's down to verse 26. Nehemiah chapter 9 and verse 26. Nevertheless, they were disobedient and rebelled against thee and cast thy law behind their backs and slew thy prophets which testified against them to turn them from thee, to turn them to thee. And they wrought great provocations. We kept provoking God. You know how they say, don't, um, you keep poking the bear? You keep, we, we keep poking the bear? If you, if you, if you, take, a bull by the, if you take, a, uh, take a bull by the horns, you're going to get stuck? We kept poking the bear. We kept poking him, kept poking, poking him until he snapped. We kept doing this, and he kept, Restraining himself, we go in captivity, we repent. We go in captivity, we repent. We go in captivity, repent. We have this track record. The Israelites have this track record. The book of Psalms now, chapter 106. The book of Psalms, chapter 106, 
And we're going to read verse 13 through 22. The book of Psalms, chapter 106, verses 13 through 22. It says, they soon forgot his works. They worried, they, they, they waited not for his counsel. Again, this, we can talk about the history of the Israelites and what we've done to the Father. Verse 14. But lusted exceedingly in the wilderness and tempted God in the desert. And he gave them their request, but sent leanness into their souls. Verse 16. They envied Moses also in the camp and Aaron the saint of the Lord. The earth opened and swallowed up uh, Dathan and covered up the company of Abiram. And a fire was kindled in the company to, to uh, accompany. The flame burned up the wicked. They made a calf in Horeb and worshipped the molten image. Thus they changed their glory into a, the similitude of an ox that eateth grass. They forgot God, their Savior, which had done great things in Egypt, wondrous works in the land of Ham, and terrible things by the Red Sea. Therefore, he said that he would destroy them, and not Moses, his chosen, stood before him in the breach to turn away his wrath, lest he should destroy them. Let's go to Ezekiel chapter 2. Let's go to Ezekiel chapter 2. And verse, uh, verse 3. And he said unto me, Son of man, I send thee to the children of Israel, to a rebellious nation that hath rebelled against me. They and their fathers have transgressed against me, even unto this very day. I'm, I'm going to end this right here. I'm going to end today's class with this right here. I just want to put a, a mark. And where I left off at. Um, I want to pick this up uh, tomorrow. Because if I don't stop here, brother, sister, I'm, I'm going to keep going. I hope what, what, what the pattern I was trying to lay with this class and the, the, the history and scripture that we were going over is that the Israelites. We have continued to provoke the Lord, Lord our God. And when we, throughout history, in our provoking the Lord our God, He always put us in captivity. Now, this is going to be a two part series, or two parts that we're dealing with concerning this captivity. Pre or um, pre Assyrian. And post-Assyrian. The reason I'm saying it like that, brothers and sisters, is that during the book of Judges, you can go back and read how many times the Israelites were in captivity, but we were still in our land. We was never carried captive or carried away out of our land. We still stayed in our land. We were just captives, similar to taxes, tribute, um, servitude, while still in our land. But we kept up the, the, the BS. We kept up the, the rebellion. We kept up wanting to be like and worship and do like the other nations. We continue that same pattern. And what we're going to continue with tomorrow is 
we're going to go into now what led us and the significance of the Assyrian captivity, the Babylonian, the Greek, and the Roman captivities. Because that's when the Lord now finally got, got us up out of the land. That's when the, the, the dispersion, the, the diaspora, that was the, uh, uh, a fulfillment of the prophecies of what the Lord was going to do to the Israelites because of our continued disobedience, because of our continued rebellions. Even after all the disobedience and all the rebellions that, we, that we've done to the Lord God, we came back, we repented, and the Lord sent the Savior each and every time. But in getting, and going through that cycle, it got to the point now a more severe punishment had to be levied. To a, we were finally now went through the process of being kicked out of our land. All right? So I'm ending with that. I'm ending with that. Um, thank you. Thank everybody who, who did get a chance to tune in. Hopefully that this was, was informative. Um, uh, uh, people are able to receive some edification from, uh, from this. Uh, join us tomorrow. Uh, at, at the same time tomorrow, uh, well, I'm going to pick up on this and, and, and continue um, as we move on. Uh, today happens to be Wednesday, so uh, I invite you to check out ISBHBK uh, Houston, San Antonio, uh, Norfolk uh, on YouTube uh, classes tonight. Um, or join the class. Um, uh, even if it's not on like YouTube, you can join the live class if you haven't been in the city of San Antonio from 7 to 9, Houston from 7 to 9, uh, Norfolk from 7 to 9, or even uh, Rochester from 7 to 9. All right? So with that, brothers and sisters, thank you all for tuning in. Let me get my virtual music. Thank you for tuning in, and we'll be back tomorrow. All right. With that, my name is Masaba. I would like to say shalom.